0: speaking, wow, that's a touchy subject. I'm your host, Cindy Mercer, and today on our program, we are talking with Jim Hammer, author of the book, Victory Over a Critical Spirit. Welcome, Jim.
1: Well, it's great to be here. Thank you.
0: Well, you are welcome. You know, Jim, this is this is quite a hot topic to take on, this, this issue of a critical spirit, and... I am sure that our listeners are just uh, very curious to know something about you and what prompted you to even think of writing a book on the topic of a critical spirit.
1: I've um, been a Seventh-day Adventist for 33 years, roughly. And I've been a lay pastor, a head elder for 25 years at least. And I have just counseled with uh, many folks in regard to different uh, situations and things. But I noticed through the years that when a critical spirit entered the the church, the congregation, people left. And I've seen this happen three times. And when a Christ-like spirit was uh, uh, entered, um, people came in. And I've seen that three times, and I thought, you know, this really isn't what God intends for us to be criticizing each other, to tearing each other apart. Mm-hmm. So I, um, the more I thought about it, and then the more I looked at myself, and uh, I started realizing that I was a very judgmental, critical person, and things had to be done my way. But I know the Lord has many ways and many people to accomplish uh, His goals. I'm,
0: I'm thankful for that. Amen. Jim, you and I had been talking earlier, and like you said, you've been a Christian for, for 30 years, but something that really stood out to you was that you noticed a lot of inconsistencies in the church.
1: Yes, when the church family. You know, we uh, have a tendency that we will judge others, we will criticize, uh, we will stand back and gossip and... Is this really what God wants in a family? Uh, church families are being torn apart. The work of God is being hindered. And the enemy is just rejoicing. You know, um, you know he's infiltrating our churches and, and we just uh, seem to go about the uh, status quo. And there's a, a verse in um, Revelation 12:17 that the enemy is making war with the church. That is keeping the commandments of God and has uh, have the testimony of Jesus. We know that he's making war with the church, and we can decide whose uh, soldier we want to be, whose army we want to be in. It can either be in Christ's army or the enemy's army. Uh, there would be nothing in between. When it comes down to it, there's only two sides, and we can decide which one we want to be on.
0: Don't you think that when we get involved in this issue of, well, our way is the best way or our our image of it being correct is the right way, don't you think that? we really think that we're helping God out in doing this?
1: You know, there are, uh, what I've seen within the church uh, family, that there are two camps. One is very liberal, the other is very conservative. And both of them, I believe they're doing, uh, I believe they believe they're doing what the Lord wants them to do. And uh, where, in reality, they're tearing the church apart. I know when I was... um, Thinking like that, when I the Holy Spirit touched my life, I realized that I was hindering the work of God. Here, I thought I was I was enhancing the work of God, but I was not only suffering myself spiritually, but the church was suffering spiritually. And uh, so we just have to get out of that mode, which is you know commonplace for us because we've been doing it all our life. Uh, it comes right from heaven. Uh, With the enemy himself, Lucifer, and you know, but we have to start looking at things through the eyes of Christ. How does he look at us? Is Christ, when he looks at me personally, is he pleased with me? And I tell you, though, you know, he has shown me things that I cringe, and I still cringe at some of the things I said and did, you know, years back.
0: Well, I think we all can identify with that. I mean, we're all obviously if we stop and take a a self-check, we're like, wow, I can't, I can't believe I just said that. And, you know, in some future episodes, we're going to get into the root of a lot of that. But Jim, honestly, I've known you for a little while and you are, you're honestly the most uncritical person that I know. And there's a, there's a comment in your, in your book. And I just, I love it. I, I get a chuckle when I read it. You were a I want you to share with me. You had mentioned to one of your friends that you were going to be writing this book on criticism, and how did your friend respond to that that statement?
1: Yeah, you know, I told him we to, I'm writing a book on criticism within the church, and he says, "Oh, we don't need that. We already know how to criticize." And oh, you know, he was being needs humorous, <laughs> but uh, you know, he was it was right on. Yeah, that, that seems Absolutely. to be a part of our culture. And, and, and you know, the more I um, looked into the critical spirit and did research, the more I realized that every human being suffers with a critical spirit. It may be 1% critical, it might be 100%, but uh, we all have it.
0: We all have it.
1: But we'll never get into eternity with it.
0: Yeah. Now, you mentioned a little earlier, you said that this, criticism started in, in heaven. Yes. Um, Explain that to know, us. Yeah, while we were talking earlier I, I mentioned to you that
1: Lucifer criticized God in heaven. And you know, I, I just can't wrap my mind around this, that in heaven itself the most beautiful place Amen. that, and we can't even describe it, but the enemy was able to convince a third of the angels that he was right. And there was a war in heaven. And they were cast out and came to this earth uh, and the same spirit entered with him.
0: Well, Jim, you know, you and I have talked also about the fact that it just takes one person, one, to initiate the critical spirit. And that same thought, I guess, could we say it could take one person to... Stop the critical spirit?
1: Yes, very much so. And, you know, we can either work with the Lord or against Him. And once we realize, once I realized that I had this critical spirit, and then traced it back, and it wasn't only critical, it was judgmental, it was, uh, you know, just un-Christ-like. I was actually doing the work of the enemy, and I thought I was doing the, the work that God wanted me to do. And I thought I had to straighten people out, you know, uh, mm, just whatever. you are good at that. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they did, I thought I they needed my input. And, right. And, you know, the Holy Spirit impressed me along the way there that, uh, Jim, one of you is enough. They're made in God's image, not your image. And actually, that's what we try to do when we criticize people or when we complain about them. We're trying to make them into our image.
0: Yes, but the Holy Spirit absolutely. showed me that
1: uh you know that every human being is made in God's image, and we' got to have we have to allow the Holy Spirit to change them and and not us
0: amen Jim, I want to talk to you about something else that you um discuss early on in your book you you make a very profound statement and you say the attitude that we display is an attitude that we choose, so are you saying it's a choice?
1: it is you know and all through the book you'll see that I I have written it's our decision our choice you know those words will appear uh, throughout the book everything when we realize it even if we want to be saved it's our decision do we want to be lost it's our decision and and not so much as our words but our actions are going to show our actions will show what decision we mentally made and you know That's why there'll be no excuse if any of us are lost. Because, you know, Mm. there's no doubt in my mind, all of heaven is doing everything possible to get us into eternity with them.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, I praise God, though, that we have victory. There is hope for all of us critical speakers. Is that correct?
1: Well, the Lord isn't done with me yet, but uh, He's got me on the on the on the path that I'm sure He wants me to be in. And if He can do it for me, He can do it for anybody. Uh, I was so judgmental and critical uh, in my, well, not, not only in my Christian walk, but even before I was a Christian, Amen. I was very critical and judgmental, and just carried it over, and I didn't even realize it. And you know, we'll get discussed it in. in future episodes about different experiences that the Lord took me through, and right from the very beginning when I first became a Christian, different experiences
0: He took me through. I'm really looking forward to hearing about those experiences. You know, there's something that I think our listeners would appreciate. You've said it to me, you've said it here to um, everyone here in the studio, and you said that throughout this series, talking about the critical spirit, that you want to make every effort to focus on your own critical spirit and how the Lord's delivering you from the critical, judgmental, and negative attitude.
1: Yeah, I, I made every effort to focus on the critical spirit and not on the criticizer. Amen. You know, we can fall into that uh, realm of things, too, that we will criticize a criticizer. And there's nothing, uh, there's no difference. And the enemy don't care as long as we are criticizing. That's right. And, you know, we, uh, just backing up a minute with, uh, just so we can lay the foundation of where this critical spirit entered in the human race. And that was in the Garden of Eden when the enemy tempted Eve, that, uh, he said to her, actually, he criticized God. He said, you, uh, God knows that the day you eat of this, you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Yeah. Well, he was criticizing God right in the Garden of Eden also. And then nice. once Adam and Eve fell, immediately they started criticizing uh, uh, God. They started criticizing each other. And that spirit has permeated down through all the generations, Every human being is, has a critical spirit, but the Lord is going to deliver us from that. He is Amen. the one that, that has had victory over that and will give yeah. us that victory if we cling to Him.
0: Well, we can have confidence that all of heaven is doing everything that can be done to save us because Second Peter 3.9 tells us that God is long-suffering with us, not willing that any of us should perish. Jim, I cannot believe this, but our time is up already, and I want to thank you so much for being with us today. I'm, I'm really looking forward to these future episodes where you're going to get into some individual experiences that are going to help us all have a, um, a, a way that we can identify, we can put ourselves in that same situation, and so that we, too, can have victory over that critical spirit. So join us next time on Critically Speaking. God bless, and have a great day.
1: If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website
0: at 3abn.org.